Look, it's impossible for me to talk to a psychiatrist. Go on. It is Saturday night, honey, and I am recording an episode because I got stood up tonight on a hinge date. You know, to be asked out, you know, you're minding your own business, you get asked out, and then the person stands you up. It doesn't feel good for it to happen, but in this instance, we really didn't communicate much, so it's definitely not personal. There's so many things that could happen to this guy. We have no idea. Maybe he fell down the stairs. Maybe he uh, met met a bully, met, met his high school bully and got in a fight with them and he's in jail because he was standing up for himself. Maybe he threw up because he got sick. Maybe he threw out a, an important receipt and he's looking for it. Maybe he uh, got in touch with his long-lost dad and said, Daddy, do you have my birth certificate? And Daddy showed him... The certificate, and it was a different birth time than he saw it, so his sun, moon, and rising, and astrology is all wrong, and he's trying to process. Like, you really never know. But what I do know, honey, is that it's not my problem. It's not my fault. And it's not my story. They say people can only meet you as far as they've met themselves. They couldn't meet me at all. Okay, honey? So maybe he's just... Maybe he's lost in the sauce. When someone flakes, it's it's a blessing from the gods, girl. It's a blessing. You're getting protected. Your guardian angels are saying, swerve. Swerve. So, you know, the only answer was to go to 16 Handles. I had got some um, really good frozen yogurt. I had classic tart and um, put some stuff in there. And I'm just walking slow-mo, you know, around the East Village with my little slide sandals, some shorts. My hair's up in a bun with the ringlets coming down, okay? I'm walking slow. I've got a tank top on. I'm looking in all the bars. I'm full-blown Ariel syndrome, okay? The Disney princess. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I have no friends. I want to be where the people are. I'm a loser. Just like really indulging that, you know? But then I would look into the eyes of some of the people in the bar and I'd see like a few girls look out and look at me. It's like, look at this girl. She's just walking with her little frozen yogurt and I'm here. I have uncomfortable shoes on. I'm trying, this guy screaming in my ear. Literally, I don't know what he's saying. I'm nodding yes because I can't ask what 500 times in a row. Um, I'm uncomfortable. I want to eat. And like, they're looking at me like, wow, I wish, I wish I was her. So the truth is they long to be this way while I'm longing to be that way. And it's really all relative, you know? Classic Saturday night in this city. And Typically, Saturday, I'd say, I usually would work on Saturday nights when I was in the restaurant world. And um, when you're not working, it's like if you don't have plans, you just wish to sleep through the whole the whole night, you know? But a good friend of mine, she said, you know, on Saturdays when I feel that way, I just pretend it's Tuesday and then I feel so chill. It's a piece of cake. Um, I listen to some good fights. I, I like to walk around. I, I walk. I walk slow. I listen to. There's a lot of good fights in this neighborhood in the East Village, and you know, a lot of it it comes down to women saying, you know, I don't want to have to ask you to want to stay. That's what I keep hearing. I keep, I keep hearing girls say, I don't want to have to ask you to want to be here. You know, and she kept saying, it's so upsetting. It's just so upsetting. And he said to her. Well, I'm obsessed with you, so. (laughs) 
I love a good fight. I love I love fighting. I think it's something to do. I think it's a good way to you know feel something, and uh, I support it. I support fighting as long as you make up, and also as long as there's no name calling. It's good sometimes to just release it, and then and then you kind of move on. And if you never know that side of someone, how they how they fight. I don't know if you ever really know them. So last night, I had a date with this guy. So shows up late. Doesn't look like the pictures. So you guys, listen to me. Listen real close. Take your little headphones, your little, your little earbuds, smash them into your um, ear canal right now. Listen to me, okay? You need to sell yourself short visually on your dating profile, okay? I don't put my hottest pictures on there. I'm showing my body. I'm showing my face. I want to fluctuate 10 pounds whenever I want. I'm not trying to uh, find someone who, who, re- who likes me on my skinniest. I'm trying to put a curvy ass picture on there when I'm, when I'm you know, a little bloated from being on vacation. And I always get chubby on vacation. Every time I go on vacation, it look, I look like a cousin of myself. It actually happens to me on the airplane on the way there. Like, I don't know what happens. I look in the air airplane bathroom and I'm bloated. I'm red. I'm salty. I look like I never drank water in my whole life. That's what happens to me. And the way my hair goes and my, my uh, everything, everything. So that's what this kind of, this guy kind of looked like. Like he looked like a cousin of the person that I was looking at on the dating profile. So he comes up and he says, Hey, and he's like, you know, really have in agita ner- nerves, you know? So I'm like, I, anytime there's somebody like that, I kind of find it endearing. When someone is really nervous with like shaky leg, shaky hand, like looking around, darting around, I don't know what it is about that, but my heart goes out to it. And I actually find it endearing because I have different kinds of anxieties, but I don't get glitchy, twitchy, floppy doppy. It's just not the way my energy works. Like if I'm suffering, it'll just be an internal thing and no one would ever know. I, I become stoic, okay? So when someone someone's energy starts going haywire, I kind of, I, I'm pretty good with that. I, I, I tend to turn into like a deep, it makes me feel like a, a willow tree or a deep pond. I feel like I'm, I'm um, the, the tree in the Pocahontas movie when someone's acting like that. Like my roots get deeper. My, my strength is stronger and I, and I can hold I can hold space, as they say, for that kind of energy. So he's a little darty. But then he says to me, do you know where Chase Bank is? I want to be able to take money out so I can tip a bartender. I'm like, bitch, what? I just said, I don't know. I don't use that bank. I... This is a big red flag. If somebody shows up and is asking you questions that they could have Googled, something they could ask Siri, um, if they need a lot of assistance right away, this is something that, this is something you have to feel zero regret, zero mean, zero guilt in just absolutely walking away from. I, I didn't walk away right then and there, but in my mind, I was like, all right, this is done. But I stayed. I had two drinks. The date was bad. He didn't ask any questions. He also um, didn't eat before, and the date was supposed to be at seven. It's like so easy to just like grab a slice, be full. You know, we're meeting for a drink. Like I don't want to watch you eat. <clears throat> you know, 
I don't know you. I don't know you. (laughs) I don't want to know about your banking problem. I don't want you to be late. I don't want you to be hungry. These are all things. These are, these are things that you take care of in the dignity of your own solitude and you involve no one in them. My favorite thing in life is a, is a self-possessed, self-preserved self, uh, person who, who, who invites you into their life and you invite them into yours and, you know, you imperfectly love one another and give each other a, a solace in this chaotic world. Not, I'm not looking to add chaos in this chaotic world. So, yeah, I knew that that was, that was a no. And at the end of the day, he starts walk. I mean, he's like walking. And I, I, I was like, I just said to him, I'm like, are you walking somewhere specific? Did you want to go somewhere? He's like, oh, no, I'm just walking. I said, all right, I'm going to go meet my friend. Like he, he, this guy, he was truly, <laughs> he was deeply lost. Okay. He, he was lost in a lot of ways and he's going to be somebody else's problem. Someone will be his guide. It ain't me, babe. So, uh, someone sent me a Instagram story from the comedian, Sydney Washington, and it really made my whole night. And I was so glad she made this story because it just really killed me. It was so funny. So I wanted to share it. Here it is. My girls are not happy. My girls are either not getting dates or when they go on dates, people are trying to walk them around the neighborhood like they're fucking Mr. Rogers. Literally. And that's not what we not do. We are not doing that. My friends are not lasering and waxing their mustaches to fucking walk through <laughs> and around the river bend for you. Right. Take my girls out on decent dates. Ask my girls out. Mm-hmm. One, stop saying that they are uh, intimidating. Stop doing that. Because when you need to get a job, when you need to uh, sell your shows or whatever, you're not intimidated by that. So fucking mm-hmm. ask my bitches out. Ask them out, take them out, flew them out. I don't understand. My girl should be on boats. Boats. Not ferries. Not ferries. Boats. Boats. Why are they not topless? <laughs> should be topless on the coaster Capri. That's they right. Should be on a hot air balloon with no panties on. hundred percent. That I would love that. I don't know. Even in a canoe. I'm <laughs> taking nigga taking my girls on a canoe ride. Do something. I mean, listen. I'm off the market, so I, you know. I, I love that. That could not be more true. I do think, you know, they say to call in what you want, you're going to have to get rid of some things first. Like if you need to do some sort of rebrand in your life or in in your work or, or whatever, you need to sort of dust yourself off and do a refresh moment, which we all need to do. There's going to be a little bit of an exodus in your life. There's going to be people that are like, I don't understand why you wear this now or why you do this now, why you're interested in this now. And like, they're kind of, kind of mock it. Let's say you get into like taking vitamins or you like get really into Barry's boot camp or like, I don't know, like you just find something and you dig it. There's going to be, there's going to be a reaction, right? So I'm sort of stepping into this place in my life where I'm really into relaxing and receiving when it comes to dating. Maybe some people aren't into that, but it's really what I desire. So I'm really honest about it. 
like anybody who tells you you need to do all this work on yourself before you meet someone, it's not that I don't agree with that. Excuse me. It's not that I don't agree with that. It's not that I don't think it's good to work on yourself, but this whole idea that you have to like stand on your head for five hours and do all these mantras to be able to get to a place where you can call in the one, I just believe that there are people since the beginning of time who've just had chemistry with someone, this like lock eyes sort of moment, or even if they've been friends for years and then eventually they realize like, oh, I love you. I'm in love with you. Like these kinds of things happen without people really focusing on it too much, you know? So I sit here on this Saturday night, treating it like a Tuesday and I don't like that I got stood up, but if this is the kind of thing that needs to happen for a little bit of clearing of space or maybe like a little bit of a tougher skin or maybe even for just this, just this episode, maybe the whole thing happened just so I could do this damn episode, sit here and do this. So what I loved about what Sydney Washington was saying was there's a lot of people out here and we're swerving a lot of clowns, okay? And you're not alone if you are meeting up with someone and they're late and you're kind of like, this sucks. Like, just know it's, it's happening to everyone. I recently, oh my God, this meditation I found. I wish I remembered the name of it. It's in a book that I have next to me, but I just can't simply... Listen, I had a hard night, okay? I can't find it. But it basically said that um, it was about like depersonalizing feelings. So let's say you're heartbroken. You're tapping into the universal feeling of being heartbroken, and it's happening all over the world to all of us at different times, and sometimes in different ways. And it's all universal feelings. You're just, you're never alone. There's nothing you can feel that isn't happening all over. And in a way, it's like an initiation. It can make you feel kind of like close to people, you know? Not every way of getting close to people has to be in like a um, happy way. It can also be in like, damn, disappointment. I'm feeling the universal feeling of disappointment tonight. Right on. But when I was little, I used to watch Oprah all the time after school. And I had a little TV in the kitchen and I would um, make food after school immediately. I would literally eat from 3.30 p.m. to 6 and then eat dinner. So um, a lot of Italian bread with olive oil, tons of cheese, just like slicing Parmesan (laughs) all the time. Um, Jack's, cheese doodles, Doritos, um, just like all my shit. Like I was like chefing it up. The kitchen was my zone. Anyway, I was watching Oprah and there was um, an episode that I think it was replaying because I remember it was older. It looked older than than your average episode of Oprah, which I was watching every single day, four o'clock. But one time she had Maya Angelou on and they were in matching sets of pajamas sitting on a bed at Oprah's house, having girl time, just hanging out. Because, you know, Maya Angelou was her mentor, her mother figure, you know. And I remember this moment, and it was, like, ingrained in my mind. And I'm going to end the episode with the conversation, a part of the conversation that they had. All right, here we go. One of the most important lessons I ever learned from you, and I still am, you know, I think I know the lesson, and then I'll walk into a situation and think that's that same lesson, and that is when people show you who they are, believe them. Yes, absolutely. A person says to you, I'm selfish, or 
I mean or I am unkind. Or I'm crazy. Or I'm cra- Believe them. They know themselves much better than you do. Mm-hmm. But no, more often than not, those of us who don't trust life say, don't say a thing like that. Mm-hmm. You're not really crazy. You're not really unkind. You're not really mean. <laughs> and as soon as you say that, the person, pow, that you know, and shows you, I told you. Mm-hmm. I told you I was unkind. So now why are you angry? I mean, this should be played over the subway. This should be played when you get into cabs. This should be played in, uh, over the loudspeakers instead of the damn ass national anthem. Okay? I, I, I love that. May you find all the peace and happiness. There are great people out there. There's so much love to have and to hold from this day forth. (laughs) But when someone shows you what's going on and they show you what time it is, honey, believe them.